Welcome to the Gray Area Podcast. This is Mike Marks. This is Omar Salim. And this is Afro Dan. And first things first, I have to issue, take the glasses off for this. I have to issue a public apology to the city of Philadelphia. Yeah, we we take no responsibility. Omar and I take zero responsibility for this. This was <laughs> Dan's prediction. It was spur of the moment. Nobody told him to say that shit on the podcast. That wasn't on the notes. It wasn't on the cliff notes. It wasn't in the sources and the references. This man decided <laughs> he was just going to fucking say Sixers and five. And Dan, when, when did they win? Um, So they didn't win in five. Okay. They did not win in six. All right. And they did not win in seven. Y'all peeped the Phillies hat this week, right? Yeah, so. Yeah, I'm still going to rip my homies. Even though, uh, only because I bought the hat at game five. <sighs> I stayed up late to watch that shit. So, you know, I feel you. I could have, I could have, I, I would have rather had to sleep. I and, mean. And, yeah, if you guys didn't know, the NBA does not go to a best of nine series yet. Yeah, yeah it's not profitable right. enough yet. So, you know. But uh, shout out to uh, Benjamin Simmons. Isn't that what you call them? Yes. Yeah. yeah, Benjamin Simmons. And, and I, I can be honest and say that I was championing for this dude, you know, in the beginning of the playoffs. Everybody's coming at him, even over the last year. You know, we need to get rid of him. And he doesn't shoot. Blah, blah, blah. Well, look, like, he, he – listen, the Sixers set a lot of milestones during this playoff run, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Seth Curry had a career high in points not once but twice mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Tobias Harris set a record for his most career playoff points in a game. Uh, Joel Embiid actually did that as well and is, like, the first Sixer to do that in – since, like, Allen Iverson to score uh, that many points. Um, but Ben Simmons actually set an NBA record, so we have to give him his props. He set an NBA record for the worst free throw percentage in any postseason in NBA history, minimum 70 attempts. So he was 34% from the line. That is beyond That is trash. BS. That's beyond shitty. We, we, we can keep coming with him. Uh, oh, but you know, I mean, you know, you know what we can do. We can uh, hit those jokes at a higher percentage than Ben Simmons hits free throws. So, truth. and that's that's saying something. That's the the, the king of the crickets over here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. But um, yeah, I hope them boys get it together, man, because um, it sucked. It sucked big time to lose that way. We should not have lost. Um, you know, I got people that's like, oh, let's root for Atlanta just to make sure it wasn't a fluke. I mean, like, that was just bad, dude. Bro, Atlanta is. Not going to probably win another game. I'm not making more predictions. I just they they no, just lost. Like. They, they, they lost again. Uh, Trey's hurt now. Like they just they it doesn't look good for Atlanta. So and I'm, oh real quick speaking of Trey uh, getting his ankle twisted or tweaked or whatever they want to call it, I'm not blaming that referee for that. Referees in a proper position. Referees out of bounds. Out of bounds. But it makes me think about the fact that these people are very close to the game Listen, anyway. Cameraman Trey and all that. Did the open your eyes thing to the refs like multiple times. He got multiple texts in the series against the Sixers for doing it. And like the craziest part about that was like he was the one getting all the calls. And he's like, open your eyes. Like, bro, bro first of all, that's all they're doing man, is opening their fucking eyes. Like, Time I'm, to close I'm, them for a minute. I'm not going to. Second year, right? What, Trey? Yeah. No, he's, I think, third year. Third year. I don't think he deserves those stripes yet. The, the, the fouls, talking. Come listen, on, man. Listen, Trey, He's nice, Trey, though. I, I don't want to debate sports for, you know, we got a yeah, lot to yeah, talk yeah, about. Yeah, but yeah, true, I true, will true, say true, this. True. If they get rid of that rule, okay, that allows you to go to the line for basically committing an offensive foul. Come and on. You know what I'm talking about. Like, anytime you see Trey Young does it a lot. I mean, I don't like when Joel does it. Joel does it once in a while, too. And but, Harden like, they'll jump it. into the contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're talking about making that a rule that that's not. Oh, it's over for me when they do that. Yeah, yeah and if they do that. Like, let's just estimate that 30% of Trey Young's 10 foul shots a game came cool, from man. that. Like, just 30%. That would cut his foul shots down to six. Mm-hmm. In fact, he'd probably get more fouls trying to jump into people. He'd have to change his game. And if he's still hitting free throws the same percentage, that drops his, his average down to, like, 22 points a game. And that's like, okay, that's great, but, like, 
stop comparing him to Luka Doncic. Like, that's all I'm saying. They're like, that's the most even trade in his. Like, no, it's not. It's Luka, really not. Luka, Luka's a superstar. Luka is, a, Luka is what everybody thought Ben Simmons would be. Mm. Mm. Facts. I think that's fair. Um, and Trey's nice, you know what I mean? But come on, man. He doesn't yeah, don't get me wrong. He's a star. He's going to be a star this. player. But, like, like, we're comparing him with Luka, who we could compare to, like, Magic or Le- LeBron or, or Jordan. Like, yeah, we yeah, can yeah, compare yeah, yeah. early yeah, Luka yeah. to their early careers. And he's up to... The same standard, if not better. Right. Like he's he's like the first rookie since like Kobe Bryant or uh, LeBron James to score. I think forty in a playoffs, like in, in a playoff series more than once. Like he's done it like three times. Right. Whatever. No, he's me. Luca's a different a different breed. Trey yeah. gets to the line ten times a game. Luca's a different breed. And, and that that you know real quick because we do have to move on. But um my my uh, series of blame goes to uh, Ben Simmons and then to Doc Rivers because I'm sorry you don't lose an eighteen and twenty. 18-point lead into the 26-point lead. I disagree with you. I feel like I would sandwich the bench in there above Doc Rivers but below Ben Simmons because uh, while Doc made mistakes during the series, the bench at one point during halftime had zero points. That's true. But like, that, they, that got they, exposed, they, though, too. They were bad. And, and, like, they weren't just bad. They were, like, epically bad. Like, the fact that you had that 20-point lead evaporate like they had a twenty point lead twice. They evaporated because the, the the bench couldn't fucking score, and and that goes back to probably not getting Kyle Lowry at the trade deadline. But and also having that. Danny Green miss the whole series. Yeah, I yeah. mean he went out pretty early. I I would argue that Danny Green being out was worse than Ben Simmons being on the free throw line because like, Cork Maz was playing forty minutes and getting eight points and he was doing yeah. nothing defensively. Yeah. Like no effects. Danny Green would have given you an extra layer of defense, although he did fuck up game one when he didn't approach Trey at, at half court. But whatever, that's neither here nor there. But my, but, but my third will be the refs because when I watched that last game, oh, they were they, the refs have been atrocious, atrocious. for, for every for everybody, not just for us, for everybody, but for everybody. Some of those ticky tack fouls. That's what I mean when we're talking about Trey. Like I'm talking about ticky tack fouls that you don't call on one end, you call on another. Yeah, I mean, Embiid was in the air multiple times, and people were like, well, he's flopping. Like, no, bro, his legs got taken out from under him. John Collins dunked on him with his arm around his neck and a around headlock. Around his neck and a headlock. a t-shirt of it, and people are like, oh, that's a uh, dunked on him. Like, bro, no, he, it was an thing. offensive foul. It what? was an offensive because he used his arm to elevate some more. Now, here's the thing. The, bam, the, the t-shirt thing was gangster in that third, but let's not forget the very next possession, what the Embiid do? How did how T-shirt fit when you down two one to a team you were just up one zero on? Yeah, how's that shit? Did you still wearing that shirt? You still talking shit, John Collins? I'm just yeah. asking, asking for a friend, asking no, for. I, uh, I want somebody to dunk on him and rock. Asking a for Joel Embiid, who uh, you committed an offensive foul against. You didn't dunk on him, you fucking. And, and Joel came right down the next play lose. and dunked. But anyway, uh, you know we can get yeah. into the sports. Oh, all Joel didn't put anybody in a headlock. He would have got called for it. Yeah, um, anyway, yeah. So yeah. So speaking of sports teams that for some reason, uh, you know. Do stupid shit and get away with it. Uh, so, Juneteenth was uh, a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah, uh, June nineteenth. Uh, yes, recognized it, as a federal. Yeah, you know. it, it's ironic though. Like it's a federal holiday, but like, you know, I, I, I didn't have off from work, so I was here, here, I was punching the air. Can I? Can I just? Can I just give my real quick synopsis on like Juneteenth? Mm-hmm. If you've been doing it, you've been doing it. If you knew the history, like Juneteenth is Juneteenth is nothing new to myself and my family. So I am glad that people are aware of it, that it became a federal holiday. At the same time, it is nothing but a bone 
because there's a lot of things on the table that they should be signing. I saw. A, we still a tweet have. I'm sorry. We still a, have an anti-lynching bill on it. Yeah. That, no. I know. It's, you it's still not like federally it's legal. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. I saw a tweet mm-hmm. that the guy said it's ironic that like I'm I'm off of work for Juneteenth because the courts are closed. It's a lawyer. Right. Now, the courts are closed, but all of my black clients are locked up, and they like it's come on. It's a federal holiday, so the court's closed, so they he can't go to court to, to like you know get like a bail hearing or something like that. Like it's so ironic. Like come yeah, on. it's a federal holiday. Like okay, like I want to see my job pay me for it next year. Then if it's such a federal holiday, like it's virtue signaling, as you said. And so it's, it's look, man. Like uh, yeah, we we about to tackle a couple examples of that real quick. Yeah, facts. So the San Jose Sharks, um. They decided to celebrate Juneteenth with some graphics and, and some messages on social media. Which, you know, in most circumstances could be good, right? Yeah. But um, the, the San Jose Sharks, um, for those that aren't familiar, their logo is literally a, a giant shark biting through a hockey stick. Yeah. Yes. So they decided to have their their logo's um, adopted brother, Josh Owen, Oh, I Bite. told you not to say it, man. <laughs> I can't complain. I told you not to say it. <laughs> you going to drop the moon crazy during yeah. the, the Juneteenth conversation? Come on, man. Bro, you, I told you not to say Josh Sean. Now you made me say it. See this? <laughs> <sighs> he they, wrote, they he had... wrote it on the fucking script, so <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do. He, I knew he was going to say it. I told Josh him not to. Sean. I knew it was going to happen. They had, they had Josh Sean biting through some slave shackles. Yo, that shit was the <laughs> most ridiculous thing. Like, I've seen some really bad, like, tweets during holidays and shit or, like, you know, like, you know, don't miss these deals. You know, you know what else is bombing? Like, talking about fucking Palestine and shit. Like, don't you don't oh, got to do shit oh, like that. I got one for you. So there's a radio personality on the radio station here in Philadelphia. Everyone knows him because he screams everything. He sells cars, all kinds of stuff. So commercial goals, I heard this last night. So you go into a party. And you go in there to celebrate your, your grandmother's 100th birthday. And I call, nah. No, no. no. <laughs> go in. You're ready to celebrate. You're having a great time. And she slips and she falls. So at the funeral, you're trying to figure out what to do with the money. I'm like, yo, this is for a law office. I'm sitting here like, how messed up is that? What the- yo, I, I'm dead. Listen, listen. One of the top stations here in Philadelphia plays this guy. And there were like five commercials in a row. One is for cars. But the one for the law office, yeah, your 100-year-old grandmother, you're going to celebrate her birthday. At the club or whatever the case is, and well, she first of all, first of all, let's 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 back up. Okay, first who off, is celebrating? Why Dan, why did you bring your grandma to the club? That's that's question number that, one. Listen, Look, man. she cut her hearing aid off, man. Come she on, all man. right. Listen, <laughs> but yo, but yo, yeah. something is wrong with so, you, bro. Yeah, some people. I mean, that that was. <laughs> he said <laughs> your grandma's at the club. Was you suing the club because she slept? For why is she in the club? That's when you're at the funeral. You're trying to figure. Yo, that's exactly what he said. It was like she slips and falls, and then uh. the music changes a little bit. At the funeral. So, yeah, um, the advertising, some people need to vet, you know, who's who's thinking of these advertisements and things like that. Like, we're just, I'm not going to say it. With uh, the Santa Jose Shark mascot. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. That's nuts. (laughs) But, yeah, I I don't know what possessed, like, uh, Kev on stage did a funny video where he was basically just saying, like, like, 100 years from now, kids are going to think that the fucking slavery was ended by a San Jose shark. Like, it's it's the dumbest imagery. (laughs) Like, I don't know who approved that shit, but, like, Somebody well, got fired for that. Like they had to be because people don't understand. I'm sure. I'm sure some white dude was like, "Oh, that'd be great." You know what I mean? Don't look at me. It wasn't me. Don't look at <laughs> or, me. It wasn't or, me. I didn't or, do it. Because think about it. I didn't approve this shit. I wouldn't have fucking no. We're not talk, me. We're nah. talking. <laughs> 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 we're talking. 
We're talking um, about hockey here, so I don't. I'm going to assume there's not too many. You know, it's uh, uh, melanin, it's hockey, melanin, so it's definitely well, not like individuals well, working well, in, look, in you, the office. You know that the Boston Bruins didn't put that imagery up, but I may have to look it up though because anyway, it's just a bad look. Um, yeah, I, I think it has everything not, to do it's with not, just you know, it's it's first of all, here's my thing. If that's how you feel. You could have did that before Juneteenth became a federal holiday. Yeah, they wait till like like now Juneteenth is like Juneteenth has been a thing forever. It's been a thing since the fucking eighteen hundreds when exactly. that's when it like that's the origin. June nineteenth, eighteen sixty five. God was in Texas. It's, you know it's just when and, virtual and, signaling goes wrong. And let me just make this point too. Um, when it comes to melanated people, African Americans, Black, Negroes, colored, whatever you want to call us, I'll see myself. I'm just <laughs> all right. I'm gonna head out. <laughs> we don't have anything that we can celebrate that comes off of something positive. Everything is about somebody's death, MLK Day, you yeah. know, all type of stuff. You know, Juneteenth, the way we're celebrating the fact that we were enslaved. It's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it, it's, this is why CRT is important, because it talks about this stuff in depth. Well, and, uh, you know, CRT is really important, especially if you're uh, operating an Ikea branch uh, in Atlanta, on, Georgia man. on Juneteenth. On, because man. while what we saw with the San Jose Shark, uh, I'm not calling it that again, Dan. Uh, <laughs> but what, what we saw where the San Jose Shark was ending slavery... Uh, Ikea, now not the company Ikea, but the specific branch. Particular branch. They had a really good idea, didn't they? Yeah, so uh, they sent out a company email um, saying that they're going to have a special lunch prepared at Ikea. Now, before Dan reads what the lunch was, uh, I just want to say in any other context, this shit would be delicious, but not in this context. Oh, yeah. Ah. So uh, the menu consisted of fried chicken and watermelon. Uh, mac and cheese, potato salad, collard greens, and candied yams. So, all right. I didn't realize uh, prior to th- that this was in Atlanta, Georgia. It might have been somebody in Atlanta, Georgia that was no, like. <laughs> no, 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 because the employees basically were like, I know. no, we're going on strike. They said, yeah, yeah, like 25 employees just walked out on strike like, we're not doing this. They said, no, what did not? Nah, l- listen, listen. And listen. shout out to them. So. Y'all remember when the there was it was years ago. We didn't talk about it on the podcast specifically, but like there was an elementary school in the south somewhere that did this shit where they had mm-hmm. like uh watermelon fried chicken, cornbread and, and fucking uh uh grape Kool-Aid and shit for fucking uh Black History Month. Like, bro, what? See, like, like that, like that you, you, it, it, it sounds on. lit the rest of the year, but you, you gotta you gotta know better. <coughs> Pardon me, y'all. Um this man got COVID. Uh, he's just he's just he's just sick of the Sixers, that's all. That's, that's yeah, yeah, I mean yeah. I got I probably got that too. Um like so let's talk let's talk about soul food real quick. Um the term soul soul food wasn't coined until like the mid nineteen sixties, the Mar Baraki uh, Baraka or whatever. Uh the thing is though, understanding the origins of soul food, fried chicken was something that slaves were not allowed to eat. They were making it for the slave masters. Mm-hmm. So that whole idea that black people love fried chicken, everyone loves fried chicken. Yeah, I, Understand I, I don't, I've never met a person that eats chicken that doesn't like fried chicken. Come it's on, delicious. It's, it's a southern thing. Now, um, it's a southern thing now because black people adapted. You know, they were making chicken. But the watermelon thing was also a farce. Imagine if you're a slave and someone gives you a watermelon and happens to have a video camera on you and you're eating. There's a, a video that went around back in the 1900s. Uh, Thomas Edison was the guy who had the camera. And uh, these two... I don't even know if they were slaves, but two black guys were eating watermelon, but they were playing around. But that image went around the world, and everyone thought that black people just yeah, loved watermelon. Yeah, they do like the, the minstrel shows and shit. Oh, where they, exactly. Where they, yeah. I mean, it's... The Birth of a Nation, the original one, you know, right after that movie yeah. was played, Clan went out and started hanging people. So, 
Think about 1900. If you walk out of the theater now after watching Fast and Furious, you're going to drive fast. Or like, watch the Kung Fu flick, you're going to kick something to the water. Watermelon winter. grows, like, in PA. Right. So, I challenge you to let me know how many black people in, like, western PA there were in, I don't know, 1700, 1800, because I would suspect that they probably weren't owning and operating any farms. They probably weren't growing watermelon, and they probably were not living there at all to be able to buy it and eat it. Because look at the time frame we're talking mm-hmm. about. Like, slavery was legal in the United States until oh, yeah. basically 1865. Because even though it was uh, declared illegal, you know, the mail, snail mail, didn't get there till you know, like Two years five later. years later. And, you know, it was all bullshit. It didn't want it for soldiers for the war. But back to the soul food thing, like, People, you know, for some, for some, I understand it's it's kind of like a, a a negative thing. You know what I mean? Like South Africans, if you say soul food, they look at that as negative. Um, so the whole wording of soul food is that third is I think is largely misunderstood because there's a difference between soul food and southern food because a lot of white people eat the same southern. You know what I mean? Same thing. So with that being said, there's a whole misconception of oh, this is like black people food or whatever the case is. Now most of it was. We were only giving scraps. I ain't gonna say we. I wasn't a slave myself, but slaves were giving scraps. Yeah, and <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So I had to explain that to somebody. Uh, I was like, you know, like yeah, the people that were enslaved, like, because I was having a conversation and I mentioned the whole. The dude was like, oh, you need the good, bad, and ugly of slavery. It's like there was no good. There it's was like, no good there, at all. There, there was good for the people that owned slaves. That's the only people that benefited from it. And eating chitterlings and people eating that, eating it as a delicacy now is not a good thing. It's not. It's but it's 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 because they were forced to do that back then because that's what they were exactly. given. And and I I, had, I was explaining to him. I said, look, like I get that they were fed, they were housed, and all that shit. Like I get that slaves had a place to live, but like you can't create so, a problem. Very small amount. Yes, it, right, was, it right. was not. It wasn't like it wasn't like fucking five star accommodations. Exactly. Like they were living in shacks that were probably dilapidated. Absolutely, um, yeah, like twenty to a shack or something like that. Exactly, and then fucking mistreated. All, listen, there was there was nothing we know good yeah. about slavery, but like people will make the argument while well, they were clothed and housed, but like they were given literal scraps to eat. So that's that's where the origin of what you mm-hmm. said soul food comes from. Like. Well, you really want to eat yeah. pig intestines? Like, is that something that, that sounds right. good to you? Is that something that, like, right. when That's you when you know what an intestine is, do you want to ingest that? Like, is that exactly. does that sound entrails. good? Like, who wants to eat entrails? Yeah. That's, but that's, that's, that's literally a shit survive. bag. It's an intestine literally. is a shit bag. That is what an intestine is. Like, if you get shot in your intestine and you need to get a shit bag, it's replacing the intestine. That's your shit bag. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not saying that, like... Like, I get that, that people clean it and all that. I get that there's preparation involved, but, like, the origin goes the origin back to, like, it, right. you were forced to eat that. That's why that's a thing. That's why it's a state. Oh, yeah. And there's a, there's a documentary on your favorite, you know, streaming site that talks about it. Uh, I believe it's called High on the Hog. Um, because for some, there, there is uh, something positive to be said about tradition, mm-hmm. but there's nothing good to be said about slavery, period. No, you know not at saying? all. Um, and there's too many people who continue to... Uh, uh, they probably spending that old money from slavery. You know yeah, what I'm no facts, facts. I, yeah, I say all the time, if if a company is over 100 years old, like 120 years old, they were involved in assisting in this racism stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like we talked 100%. about before, Pepsi having uh, their logo or their advertisements on the bus during the time that Martin Luther King was doing the bus boycott. Okay, mm-hmm. that means they were okay with the fact that people were told to sit in the back of the bus. 
I mean, so maybe not going all the way back to slavery times, but guess what? Cream of wheat, uh, I would argue that maybe uh, uh, Kellogg's and things like that, they've been around for a long time. Yeah, thanks. And then the or- uh, Wells Fargo and stuff like that. So a lot of people have made a lot of money because of slavery and it passed down to their family and stuff like that. So, yeah, yep. you may have somebody say, oh, you got to look at the good, bad. No, slavery was, no was horrible. There's no good. And, and that's why CRT is so important. Right. And, and context. And another thing that's important is to realize how all these things loop together. Mm-hmm. You know, critical race theory, you know, people manipulating and, and changing history and textbooks, you know, unpaid laborers and Native Americans helping Christopher Columbus, you know, a couple examples right there. And people just helping. Yeah, right. Being completely ignorant of the strife and things that people go through mm-hmm. and, you know, trying to erase and whitewash it from history. It's important to note how all that loops together into this massive propaganda now that that just spreads like wildfire because it is an information age, but it is also a misinformation age. With uh, all that being said, though, this IKEA was not acting on the direction of anyone else, but I guess their general manager. Mm-hmm. So it was one branch, and they apologized. I mean, I'm sure their intent was, you know, probably was good. I'm pretty sure they said, hey, let's let's do this because we know they like this. No, I think the intent may have been good, but like they apologized for it. As a white person, mm-hmm. I must say, let black people worry about their stuff. Stop. Like, if, if you don't hear a black person tell you, I'm worried about X, Y, or Z, just leave it alone. That's how you end up doxing someone for an Animal Crossing avatar. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. I mean, think about it this way. If it's, you know, I think last month was uh, Asian American Awareness Month or something like that, Pride Month or something like that. Um, and imagine you have a, you know, something at your job and you bring in Chinese food. You know, yeah, because, no, you have a couple, because you have a couple Asians, you know, whatever. That's tone yeah. deaf as shit. Shrimp fried rice, beef yeah. or broccoli. Mm-hmm. You know, it, which is not really Chinese food. That's really yeah, American. It's Americanized, food. That's, yeah. You know. But um, yeah, imagine, but that's, once again, that's why CRT is very important because you may understand that. And just, I mean, I, I'm thinking about a number of different things that you can do. Like, you have the Jewish faith, so why would I come to you with something Jewish if I'm not really sure of how to present it? You know what I mean? Um, well, look, so you mentioned CRT being important. Mm-hmm. We talked about CRT a lot. So there was a nine-year-old at Lakeview Elementary School in Minnesota, and she was at a school board meeting, uh, and she was opposing some of the things she's seen in the school. Wait a minute. Are you about to say something racial happened in Minnesota? <laughs> Wouldn't be the first Stop time. Stop the presses. <laughs> right. Wouldn't be the first time. Mm-mm-mm. Second time. Lando. Third time. Lando I don't Castillo, think it's going to be the last time right. either. No, it's, pro- it's probably not going to be the last time either because they have a long storied history yeah. of um, having these issues. George Floyd comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philando Castile, Dante, Dante Wright. Wright yep. And Dante Wright and George Floyd were, what, within a year of each other? So. Yeah. You know, they, it, it's very obvious that there's some problems in Minnesota. Um, you know, with that being said, I want you guys, I'm going to play the audio. We're going to stop it and, and break it down piece by piece. I want you guys to listen, and I want you to tell me if you think a nine-year-old wrote this at the end of this. Lakeview Elementary School to give a teacher a retiring gift. I looked up onto the wall and saw... She was giving a retiring gift. Not a retirement gift, a retiring gift. BLM poster and an Amanda Gorman poster. In case you don't know who that chick is, she's some girl who did a poem at Biden's so-called inauguration. I was... What? Okay, so what child would say so-called inauguration? Yeah. What school, even in Minnesota, 
even in Texas or Florida, is teaching children that Biden did not win the election. Find me one curriculum where a teacher is teaching that. Find me a curriculum where kids are learning about how elections are done before high school. And find me a nine-year-old that cares about politics on that level. This is a so-called election. How? Let me let me back up. So this is a her speech is going to be about um, the school putting things in that are political. Amanda Gorman. Does anybody know who that is? She's the girl that, that who chick. gave the speech. <laughs> yeah, that, that chick. chick. <laughs> some chick who gave a speech. She is the youngest poet to speak at, at a presidential inauguration. Mm-hmm. That is the extent of her being political. Is that she read a poem? She is a poet. Who read a poem at the, inauguration. at the inauguration? She's not a political figure at all in any capacity. Mad. I was told two weeks ago at this very meeting spot, no politics in school. I believed what you said at this meeting. So at lunch, I went up to my principal to tell him about the BLM poster and that I wanted it down. He said it's not coming down. I was like, yeah, it is, because the school board said on May 25th, no BLM or politics in school. He said, that's weird. They were the, one who, they were the ones who made them. I was stunned. Yo, that sounds just like a Karen Jr., yo. So, first of all, I just want to point out that this— <laughs> who, who wrote this? Clandis Owens? Like You had to. Because uh, she's talking about something. Like, yeah. First of all. I, I gave you two by mistake, but whatever. That was good enough. First of all, what nine-year-old feels as though they can talk back? Like, yeah, yeah, you are going to take it. I'm sorry, man. That's That's, just, that one, that ooh. interaction is not one that happened. Uh, that is a, a, a that, first of all, it, it, even if they said no politics in school or no BLM, okay, I doubt that what they mean is. Like, I, I really think that that just means that they're not allowed to teach about it. And even so, they should be teaching about it. Black Lives Matter is a statement of fact. It is simply a statement where somebody says that black lives matter. It is, it is not a matter of political opinion. It is not up for debate. It's this, just is, a, this is not the 1700s where you can own black people and right. say they don't matter. Yo, let right. me ask you a question. Right. Like, in what capacity do you not believe that black lives matter? The only capacity that you could believe black lives matter is if you believe that black lives do not matter. Now, if you feel the way that these people tend to feel and say, well, all lives matter. Okay. Well, guess what all includes? Black. So, and then, in that case, even if you think that all lives matter... You still think that Black Lives Matter right. because that kind of incorporates all. Unless you think that only some lives matter and you're too narrow-minded to be able to express that in a way that's intelligent. And, and here's the thing. I'm sure a lot of people— Hold on. Say that again one, one more time. Unless you mean some lives matter, but you're not intelligent enough to express that in a way that makes sense. And I think the the, the key word there is not— in or keywords are not intelligent enough to express. Right. Because I, I think, like, it, it is, we've discussed this in the past, it is a rebuttal to Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Absolutely. All like, like Blue Absolutely. Lives Matter was not made out of genuine concern for police. Which we'll or, talk about later. <laughs> or it would have been, been said before Black Lives Matter. You yeah, like, I mean? like, then Blue Line was there before, you know, the Black Lives Matter thing started. But it's, 
I didn't see not one of them fucking flags with the blue fucking stripe, which, by the way, violates U.S. flag code, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Because they're we'll definitely... Like, we'll not, not, like not that, that, that any Sunday. of these patriots know about it, but yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. get to so-called you know. patriots later. Yeah, so but, anyway, um, real uh, quick, gun uh, you know, patriots. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to definitely have to pay that boy. But, um, <laughs> and I can understand, you know, some people, you know, associating the Black Lives Matter uh, uh, quote to the actual organization. I have some issues with the organization, and it gets mixed up, you know what I mean? If um if if but if somebody's saying BLM, let's take it for what it is. There, there shouldn't have to be an organization to begin with, you know what I mean? Because Black Lives Matter, all yeah, lives matter, all that stuff. So it's like, can we can we was that the end of her? The the little Karen Junior was that the end of it? Oh no, there's more. There's more. Hold but, on, but I got more worse. of it. When I was here two weeks ago, you told us to report any BLM in our schools. Apparently, you know they're in our schools because you made the signs. I said there should be no BLM in schools, period. It does not matter the color you make the posters and the font you use. We all understand the meaning. It is a political message about getting rid of police officers, rioting, burning buildings down while King Governor Welch just sits on right, his can't, throne and watches. Anymore. We all, all know. Oh, all right, so see, hold on, hold on, man. That's exactly so, what I'm talking first, about. First of all, she knows at nine years old. Did you know the governor of fucking Pennsylvania? I didn't know what a governor was at nine years old. So, like, even if she's like the most intelligent nine year old that is on the face of the planet, she already butchered the word retirement by by saying retiring, a retiring gift. That's not a thing. Right, it it's retire- a retirement gift. You feel me? Yeah, you can you can tell that this entire speech is. Uh, made by her parents. It's been heavily rehearsed with her parents. It that's exactly what it's, it seems like. It's, it's sitting at the kitchen table rehearsing. It's the sickening what? to hear a child be brainwashed in this capacity and used, used to to force. No, exactly. They are using this child to mm-hmm. push an agenda that they feel like their agenda is no CRT. That's their agenda. They are using their child to push that agenda. Meanwhile, this child is being fucking taught incorrect things as a result by the parents at home very clearly. Uh, this child is saying things that they definitely are repeating that their parents said. Even if she wrote this, it was definitely words oh, she was, that she yeah, heard she, at home. Yeah, because for sure. What child is talking about so-called inauguration? That's not even a thing before 2021. And the only reason it's a thing is because Republicans have claimed that Joe Biden did not win the election. I'm sorry, didn't Trump's uh, Justice Department say this was the most secure election yeah. in American history? Well, it was his, the people he put in charge, right? It wasn't, it wasn't anybody Joe Biden put in charge that said it was a good, yeah. it was Trump's people. Yeah, yeah, Joe, oh. Joe Biden was, uh, Joe Biden was too busy sleeping, you know, sleepy Joe. Listen, too, man. It, too, busy it, sleeping, uh, too busy telling people that they ain't black. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's disgusting because you got to also realize that this type of hate speech going viral also puts the child in danger because best believe if she runs into any you know little black girls at you know elementary or middle school she's gonna get beat the fuck up oh wait hold on (laughs) shout out to the uh rest in peace billy mays but uh wait there's more where's sharkeisha when you need changing the font or the color of posters (laughs) does not change the meaning i am nine years old and i Oh, wait, hold on. She's nine years old and knows that black lives matter, a statement that black lives matter. It's very matter of fact. She, called, she said BLM is in the school, BLM, like, like it's a gang. <laughs> yeah. Like the Crips and Bloods, and the Crips and Bloods are in school. I, I, I love she, how can, she can jump in the cafeteria by black lives matter. She, Fra- about, she about to get mollywopped by Sharkeisha. 
<laughs> and that's what I mean so, about people looking at BLM, Black Lives Matter, the organization versus the in, actual slogan. If you're nine years old, what, man, look. Listen, man, look. She, she probably can't even spell organization. I'm sure she can't. Listen, she, <laughs> yo, she, listen, I'm not, we're not making fun of a child. We're making fun of the parents and we're really kind of concerned for the child because the child believes these things. Even, even if this is just rehearsed, she believes this shit. She's saying it with very, with a lot of conviction. A lot of conviction. Um, she, she's very, very adamant about this shit. So she, she mentioned that Black Lives Matter stands for rioting and destruction and all that and, shit. And killing pl- uh, police officers. I just want to point out that there were uh, a couple George Floyd memorials put up and they were, they were defaced by white supremacists. So I just want to say, if we're worried about who's doing harm to what, I don't think it's Black Lives Matter. Because I'm pretty sure the only statues they defaced were of Confederate soldiers and generals and lieutenants and basically people that lost the Civil War fighting against America. So you want to talk about being patriotic. I would argue Black Lives Matter is severely more patriotic than the actual people claiming that they're patriots. I mean, if it, if it wasn't for, you know, Black Lives, we wouldn't have Memorial Day, you know, as we discussed earlier. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. First of all, there'd be so... Man, look, I'll be sure to bring it up in another podcast. That's what I meant to uh, say earlier. Uh, there are hundreds of towns in this uh, great nation of ours that were literally flooded. Hundreds of black towns yep, yep. that were literally flooded. Mm-hmm. Flooded and became lakes, but we'll talk about yep. that in the future. Yep. Yeah. There, there was a, a massacre. I forget. I forget where that was. Where they oh, made, there man. was a couple of them where they. Just, we'll get yeah. all the stats for y'all for next time. Oh, and that's Shit. that it was broadcast. That. The information that you're talking about mm-hmm. was broadcast on NBC, NBC on a late night show. It was. This is not something that was like hidden in the dark corners of YouTube. Like this was on broadcast television a couple of weeks ago. So, I'm just saying. Anyway, let's yeah. listen to uh, what uh, Karen Junior. Yeah, Ka- Karen. Do we uh, have to. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. I know that. You expect me to believe that you did not know what you were doing by making these posters? Come on, people. I do not judge people by the color of their skin. I, j- I- False. Oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Probably, but uh, <laughs> I do not. Okay, she also said it is. One thing that people who uh, teach you in psychology about is like, one of the things people will teach you that, that work in psychology is people will generally... Uh, not use contractions when they're lying. Mm. So if, if someone's like, yeah, that wasn't me, all right, maybe it, they still might be lying. But if they say, that was not me, and that, like, who talks like that? Mm-hmm. Who who on earth talks like that? What person does not use contractions in speech? Like I, I hear sounding it. like Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Fucking Benedict Cumberbatch and shit <laughs> on the ones and twos. No, but look, in, in all seriousness, though, like, who... Who talks like that, though? Yes, I know his fucking name. It's Benedict Cumberbatch. I watched Sherlock. Yeah. Anyway. And Doctor Strange. Yeah. Well, I didn't watch that yet, but I will. I'm going to watch him in order. Um, That's beside the point. Right. Who talks like what? What no, person no, is you? like, I did Like I did not have sexual relations with that woman? Yes, you did, Bill Clinton. We all know you did. Here's anyway. The, here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. Like, she's in Minnesota. You listen to how she's reading her, her speech. And even with that, you can tell there's a lot of coaching in that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just, it's, it's whack. And like you said, she's being used. It's a shame because she's nine years old. The only thing she should be concerned with is playing with her friends of all colors. She doesn't see color. Then maybe she should understand why Yo, people have to be alone. When you don't I mean, see color. First of all, first of all, first I, of all. How many people in this video are black? Ah, you see color. See, you see color. <laughs> Fucking loser. Like, who and says it's, shit it's, like it's, that? Like. I don't think you realize when you don't see color, you don't see the whole picture. 
One more time for the people in the back. Yeah, one more time. When you don't see color, you don't see the whole picture. You could have a black and white picture of somebody. It looks like they're trying to pull them up. But when you color it in, they getting beat the fuck up. Yeah. In 2021, not seeing color is equivalent to saying, oh, I have my best friend is black. I Bro, black friends. I would argue it's like, worse. It's, just, it's definitely worse, but it's, it's, in, the same, it's it, in the same because realm. Because you're like, willfully ignorant. That's why it's yeah. worse. Yeah, I mean, it's, dude. Like, you, you have to, you know how hard you have to, like, try to avoid actual information in this? In the, like, you have to do your absolute hardest to not know these. Like, if this girl fucking Googled something when she was writing this article, she didn't write it, by the way. Her parents did. But if, if somebody Googled something yeah, during yeah, this yeah. fucking, the, the, the uh, I almost a commission of the speech during the pro- the writing process. If somebody Googled something and fact checked anything in there, then they wouldn't have fucking wrote that. Right. So anyway, there's more. Uh, so more. Let's, let's listen to uh, Ivanka Trump Jr. <laughs> really care what color their hair, skin, or eyes is. I've judged by the con. I don't care. She she was the most intelligent, well spoken. She knows what this stands for. I want to. Come on, people. I do not judge people by the color of their skin. I ju- first of all, come on, people. Who's, who talks like that? Yeah, she sounds just like her mom. Like, come on, like, like you're practicing in the mirror and everything. You ever watch uh, or hear anything about those those pageant shows when the mom's like, you know, living vicariously yeah, through children? She, That's what's going on. Except it's racist living exactly. vicariously. And, 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 and the real danger is the child might grow up believing all this right. and be put in a position of power. And this is how yeah, she might become the police thrives. trainer in Minnesota. She might be one of their police department police trainers who trains people on non-lethal force who then doesn't know the difference after 25 years on the force between her taser and a gun. How about that for fucking full circle? Come on. Anyway. Yeah. I don't really care what color their hair, skin, or eyes is. I what what uh, about what uh, about ISIS? This, this girl <laughs> he uh. said ISIS. <laughs> so hold on. This girl, this girl knows all this stuff, but didn't learn third grade English. Come on, man. I Arr. call bullshit. That's the parents. That sounds like a fucking hick. Like I'm not trying like I, I know that's kind of derogatory. My bad. That sounds like an uneducated Southern person who sleeps in a trailer in Alabama. They be like, I love all people equally, whites and coloreds. Whites and coloreds. <laughs> Matter of fact, I had Jasper make some fried chicken, watermelon, and <laughs> for my friend Tyrone We sat down and watched week. the WB. By the content or the way they treat me. MLK said, I have a dream that one day my four little children will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. That dream has come true. I do not care do look not. at the color of skin, but you make me think of it. I have Asian, Mexican, white, Chinese, on, black on, friends, and I don't... Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on Wait, did, did she say Asian and Chinese? She, yeah. yeah. Yes, she did. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> to be fair, that is a mistake that most white people make. They just think all Asians are Chinese. What? What no Asian American heritage? I, I, I want you to it's listen right. to the sentence she says immediately before she talks about all the races of people she knows. By the color of their skin, but by the con- I judge four little children will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by far. the content of their character. That dream has come true. I do not care or look at the color of skin, but you make me. I do not care or look at the color of skin. But let me list eight ethnicities for you. Think come on, man. I have Asian, well, Mexican, white, Chinese. I guess. Black I guess. And I have hold on, eight. Hold on, hold on. 
MLK said, I have a dream that color our skin, but you make me think Let's of it. Count. I have Asian, Mexican, white, Chinese, black friends, and I don't care. It's four. I like them because some of them make me laugh. It's four because so- Asian don't count as Chinese. You can't say Chinese and Asian and have yeah. it count twice. Like, did, did like China like succeed from Asia? Like... <laughs> Uh no, but uh, Daryl Morey did. Sexy? <laughs> I'm cracking up. I'm I'm I'm, sexy I'm, I'm, I'm I'm reading like she is. Uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <Can I? laughs> let, me, let me get that this time. <laughs> uh, all right. So anyway, uh yeah. So she she listed four. Hold she on. attempted to list five, but she's lying because she doesn't have black friends. Because if she had black friends, then she might understand why BLM became a thing to begin with. And if she did have any black friends, they want to beat her the fuck up now. But exactly. So. Uh, she, I'm sure she doesn't have those black friends. Let, now. Let's finish her her yeah, uh, her yeah, rant real yeah. fast because there's yeah, only a few seconds left, on, and then She's... we can break down the rest of this bullshit. Mm-mm. Sweet and kind, sporty, or share the love of God. They are just my friends. You have lied to me, and I am very disappointed in all of you. You cannot even follow your own rules. If you're going to do that, why do we follow any rules we deemed unfit or ridiculous? I'm not following your mask rule anymore. Then get the posters out of our schools. Courage is contagious, so be courageous. You know what else is contagious? Yeah, you know what else is fucking oh contagious? The 600,000 people that died from COVID can tell you that. Yeah. We actually did hit 600,000 a couple weeks ago. So, yeah. So, first of and all, just, just we've talked about these things at length, at nauseum. But, like, the link between conservatism and anti-masking, like, those are two things that are very closely knit. I, I just I just love how she snuck that in at the end just to complete the conservative bingo board. Now, the one good thing... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the conservative... <laughs> She got bingo like that time. Uh, any of y'all watching Practical Jokers? They made I've Sal call fucking bingo every fucking number that they called at an actual bingo hall in, like, oh, New Jersey God. with, like, actual New Jerseyans in there. <laughs> Bro, that, it, it was not. They were ready to fucking murder that man by the end of that. Um, but in all seriousness, though, there's, there's a link between conservatism and anti-masking and also anti-Black Lives Matter, anti-critical race theory. All those things kind of intersect and overlap, and it's not something a nine-year-old would fucking believe. Right. And it's sad Not on their own. I, I would... I like to try to be, you know, diplomatic and try to find a gray area and everything and understand both sides, regardless if I agree or disagree. And That's I would, what we do. I, I would sort of understand if she separated, said, those who represent BLM doing these messed up things. Or she would have interjected, hey, I do believe that Black Lives Matter, but because of the representation of certain... But she's not... Old enough to understand that, and, obviously, and she's being told what to say. Either her parents, right? Well, her parents don't care. It's willful, willful ignorance. Yeah, that's part. true. Because once again, it ties into everything. Because if you're comfortable with your privilege, you're going to dislike those things that challenge your privilege. This is why CRT and is being taken out of schools. Yeah, hundred percent. It 100%. makes white people look bad. They start to get all sweaty under the underarms and in the palms and stuff like that. When, when you, you own humans, <laughs> <My spaghetti>. yeah. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Fucking Eminem fucking punching the air right now. Uh, listen, but, not, yeah. but, but in all seriousness, you're right. It, it Slavery is not going to make white people look good if that's what you want. If, that, if you're a fucking representative in Louisiana, you might want that. But that's not, it's never going to happen like that because it's an atrocity and we have to learn from it. And we've talked about this multiple times. All the time. I'm telling y'all, watch Exterminate All of the Boots. For anybody who may... Not understand or feel the feel the need to understand more. Some uh, almost everything at this point because we can talk about some. I'll mention it real quick. I watched a documentary about 1987 New York. Mm-hmm. I don't know about y'all, but when I think of 1987 New York, it was horrible. I horrible crack of, and all that type of stuff. Yeah, it was I think horrible. Of, I think of uh, when when I think of the 80s and New York, I think of crack cocaine. Exactly. So 
But in this and, little, and, and I say cocaine in there because even though the drug is just called crack, it is made from cocaine. Yeah, but which it was was different sentences punished a lot exactly. differently. So 80s New York crack cocaine, plenty of movies, New Jack City stuff like that that you can get information from paid in full that you can kind of get that side of the story. But in this mini documentary, which is similar to when your teacher brought in the, the television on the stand, like oh we get to watch, they made everything seem great. A lot of they said that New York was the first nation's capital. We're in Philly. This was the first nation's capital. You know what I'm saying? But it came from a place of the good side of all. You know what I'm saying? Like we, like we mentioned earlier. Actually, I think New York was the first capital. Yeah, I heard it. We were first, and they moved it to New York. No, I think the I think we were the capital. Uh, Bef- of the okay, colonies. right, 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 right. Before the, became, the, when, okay. when we became a nation, it was New York. So te- I, technically, I, yeah, whatever. Um, New York wants to be us anyway. They mentioned yeah. Henry Hudson uh, bought a certain portion of land. Uh, from the Native Americans for the equivalent of twenty four dollars in goods, in whatever the case is, about tree fitting. But the thing is, yeah, imagine buying land for twenty four dollars and like money right. now. Twenty four dollars worth of goods at that, not even actually twenty four dollars. That would be awesome. But the thing is, my point is, the way you tell the story from a certain perspective doesn't give all of the nitty gritty. You know what I'm saying? So I could sit here and, and tell you that, you know, coming to Philadelphia is a great place. Go down K&A, they do the zombie. Yeah, Kensington yeah. Beach. Come on, Kensington you Beach. They said they do the zombies. Yeah. They, 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 they do the zombie uh, cosplay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, go to, the go to Nice Town because Nice Town. The, thr- yeah. the thriller video yeah. reenactment. They call K&A. it Nice Town for a reason. I mean, it's nice over yeah. Nice Town. You yeah, know what I mean? It's so, a nice town. You know, so if somebody's telling you something, and that's, that's what's so scary about nowadays with all of this internet. Like, I was fortunate enough to, to know the world pre-cell phone, pre-internet. And I say fortunate because... Information is always out there. Truth is always the truth. Facts do change, though. Well, shit, shit was very different even then. Like, and we're we're a few years younger than you, but like, even for us, like, we didn't have access to the internet like that oh, until, we were, yeah, until we were yeah, older. Yeah, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And DSL, you know, <laughs> DSL, facts. Trip, yeah, shit, yeah, we I, <laughs> dial up. I, I had fucking. Uh, I, I was fucking rating magazines for free AOL trial discs. <laughs> <Right. on internet. laughs> free AOL trial well, I had, discs. I, yo, oh the fucking minutes. How my internet had oh minutes, bro. We were fucking poor. Yo. My our internet had minutes, bro. We had the fucking AOL with the fucking free discs, and you ran out of fucking time. At, That's hilarious. Yo, it, it was. Oh, Listen, man, it you w- took me back with that one. Yeah, it was a different time, bro. I what had, I had uh, what's that shit called? Uh, Juno and uh, oh, Net Zero. Juno. That's what we had. Yeah, my we, brother we still had uses Juno email. <laughs> bro, that shit garbage, man. That shit oh was my the God. worst. But the point is, though, information does not equate knowledge until you put the context in it. So she's talking about all the stuff that's nine years old. You don't know nothing about that. She doesn't know any of that stuff. You could tell from the first sentence when she says, Joe Biden's so-called inauguration. That sounds like a fucking conservative, bro. Yeah, it sounds like Not a just conservative. That's, that's yeah. like further right. And and you could tell. Oh, right. Yeah, like QAnon level white. ridiculousness. Like Tiki Torch White. Tell you, man, th- this thing is deep, though, when it comes to like the racism stuff, because it's 2021 and this child is talking this way. So it, it's rem- to me, it's reminiscent of the children that were around lynchings, which is, you know, still a bill that has to be, you know, Federally, federally, uh, you know. Well, listen, there's, there's a lot of stuff. stuff that's wrong in this country. We don't need yeah, to it. have the youth grow up and perpetuate those things. It, and I think that's kind of what we're driving. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, and, right. and that's clear. That's right. a serious roadblock to change long term. Yeah, man. Because look, um, uh, we were talking about the lakes and stuff like the early towns that were you know flooded or whatever. Um, what the young lady said in that video that I saw at the end, she said, you know, we have a very messed up past, but we do have a bright future. In this country, if, if, we, if, acknowledge, we, if we acknowledge the BS, and we you know learn, you can't and learn, learn from, from it. it if you don't acknowledge that there was any problem. I, with I it. think that future won't be seen for a very long time based on who is in control now, who's telling the story. Listen, I, I when I tell you, 
I don't like uh, so many things in this country, and I'm really trying to change. Like, I don't want to get too deep into it, but I'm trying to change my mindset towards certain things because I'm being super distracted. You know what I'm saying? Um, when we have things going on and we still worry about some of the trivial stuff that doesn't really matter at all. In, in, the, big, in, in the, the grand scheme of things, things most right. of it doesn't matter. Like, so for, I feel you. For a moment, I felt sports was that way, but then I changed my mind on that because sports does bring more people together than anything else. Music, sports, things yeah. like that, there are social things. In the big scheme of things, we're all being played when it comes to that. But, you know, it's a shame that we just can't have open conversations to where somebody's not picking a side. That's the issue with me right now, too. Yeah. Everybody's picking sides, arguing. And that's, that's the problem in government, too. With it's us, it's an us versus them thing, even in government. And it's they're not worried about the people that they should be worried about, which is their constituents. Right. Communication and respect. You know what I'm saying? Because, like we, we mentioned, we hit 600 cases of COVID. You know what I'm saying? As of 621, um, 500 uh so that's another 100,000 since February 22nd, yeah, right? It, Which, it, is, it is slowing down, though. Yeah, yeah. like 400,000 people died in January from COVID. So it took a, a month. No, hold, hold on. Four, we reached 400,000 deaths in January. That yeah. you, It sounded like we just... I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I was, I was still reading off <laughs> that nine-year-old's paper. My bad. <laughs> um, Come on. So uh, it's important to note that 100,000 people died from COVID in that month span from January to February. Mm-hmm. And that's when the vaccine started rolling out for a significant amount of the population. And you see that they're working because it took four more months to reach another 100,000 deaths. And now it's plateauing to a point where everything is basically open everywhere. I think that we were on pace. I think the way that if you look at it, it was like 50,000 or so deaths per month uh, going forth from like March of 2020 all the way through to February of 2021. And the fact that, like, it's still absurd that 25,000 people are dying per month. But 25,000 is a lot lower than 50. Now, part of the reason that number goes down is because people keep fucking dying. Can we just fucking get the vaccine already? Uh, But a lot of it is because people are getting the vaccine. And it's it's important to note that uh, I believe it's about 70% of the adult population uh, has been vaccinated now. So we start approaching herd immunity in a lot of places. I think Pennsylvania has 70% um, No, adults. I wish it did. It's a, it, We're closer to 60%. They said that's, that, that's right, because of the Hick Towns. So mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's Philly that's closer to 70, right? Philly is, is below 5%. Uh, we've been above, below the 5%. Um, what the fuck is it called? The, the, the rate. We've been, we've been under 5% of the population with COVID, with COVID cases. Uh, we've been under that for a while. I, for now, I'm drawing a blank what, what we call it. Um, but we're underneath that. So we're, we're doing significantly better. Like, we were above 10%. The prevalence rate, there it is. The county prevalence rate for Philadelphia is under 5% and has been for over a month. It was over 10% like a few months ago. And almost all uh, deaths due to COVID have been in people that are not vaccinated. Yep, and the people that are vaccinated are getting significantly less symptoms when they are getting it. And they aren't getting hospitalized. Which so, is important. So, you know, we're here to tell you vaccines work. Um, Someone will tell you vaccines don't work. Yeah, so uh, this see, is... And, and that's where I, I would love to interject because I don't disagree or agree with either side, right? I agree with the, the actual facts, you know what I'm saying? I didn't get vaccinated. And I'm, I, I'm not going to say I'm proud to say that because I'm not proud to say that. I've been on the fence. My reasons for not doing it are different than what a lot of people out there saying. I don't go out there and say, don't get vaccinated because of some nonsense, blah, blah, blah. I also don't say, go get vaccinated right away because you need to get vaccinated right away. 
I'm cool with any decision that anybody makes. But I think it's ridiculous when people have a certain amount of influence and they're saying, no, don't do it, no, don't do it, without presenting any facts well, and a he, whole bunch of conspiracy the stuff. Reason, the reason why is because he thinks that the chance is so low that he's going to get it and have something wrong. He's upset with the NFL's rules for unvaccinated players. Now, now who is that we're talking about there? Cole, uh, Cole Beasley. Oh, God. My yeah, God. of the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. Like, when you take it to the level of saying, like, all right, you're Cole Beasley. You have fans. I'm going to argue maybe 100,000 fans. Bro, he said some shit to the effect of, like, I may die from COVID, but at least, like, I'd rather die living. Like, bro, what? You're you're going to die then. Like, Listen, what, that, why that, is that something yeah, you're right. aspiring to? I think that's ridiculous. You know like, what I mean? Because... It, he sound like Kirk Cousins and fucking Ivan Drago. It's like the little girl talking about, I'm going to take my mask off. If he off, dies, then. he dies. <laughs> it's, it's... Listen, at the end of the day, do what's best for everybody as a whole. Did I like wearing my mask? No. But did I wear my mask? Heck yeah. Did I have my COVID uh, certification through barbers? Because I'm a barber. I have to be around in the public and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Always kept myself clean. Did I get sick in the last year? Fortunately, I did not. You know what I mean? However, my reasons for not doing it is totally different than, you know, uh, it's not about conspiracies and that third. It's more of me personally. I don't take aspirin when I have a headache. You understand what I'm saying? So, just make sure I keep myself careful. But when you have someone who's like an NFL person, uh, athlete, uh, somebody with a significant, with a significant amount of influence, you know what I mean? Um, the other part about it is, too, I, this is my whole, I feel this in my heart so deep. There are so many people taking advantage and making money from it. No matter what the uh, 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 issue is that's controversial, somebody's going to be making money off of it. You know what I mean? And I, I don't want to get off, off the rails here, but. That's part of my concern with a lot of things. I think there's going to be another. This is why. This, this is to you guys' point. I think there's going to be another uh, uptick in the fall. I think they should not have opened everything up the way it was. That, that the way it is, rather, right now in the summertime, because you might as well say the pandemic is over. Had a buddy of mine put on Instagram. He was like, "Oh, since the pandemic is over, I've seen everybody in, in sundresses and this, that, and third, but nobody having a mask anymore." And I still wear masks when yeah. I go in the store. Yeah, same here. You know, I've been, I was one of the first people How else am I going to rob them? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but um, to, to speak to your point, Omar, um, I think uh, I think almost everyone is tired of the pandemic in the sense that you still had a lot of businesses that were closed. Oh, yeah. That significantly reduced capacity, closing. Yo, a lot of people suffered. It's, um, it's, they, not, it's still not an excuse to be stupid, though. Like, right. yeah, they. We still should exercise some caution. I'm not saying you need to wear a mask everywhere, but. No, that's what I'm saying. Exercise. Look, at the end of the day, if I'm the type of person that's like, oh, man, I'm not getting this vaccine because it's a conspiracy, just that third, I'm not going to go around and try to prove it like Rudy Gobert did when he's touching everything. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. That's what, that's what I mean. Um, if I'm on the side of get the vaccine, just that third, I'm not going to get at everybody who doesn't have it or doesn't have a mask on. Like, I'm going to stay in a house and do what I got to do. You know what I mean? And I think that that is the part of the communication and respect. You know what I mean? We communicate and discuss it because, like I said, I was on the fence. You guys gave me a lot of information. I went and signed up and everything. Then Johnson Johnson got poured information y'all gave me, so I didn't get that done. And then, you know what I'm saying? I was just like, all right, well, I'm going to wait until I get some more information. And unfortunately, a lot of information that I got just fed more into the reason why I don't like taking medicine at all, if I can help it. And that's my reason. I don't like taking medicine. I haven't. I never had a flu shot in my life. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, so, I got my first flu shot this last year, mm -hmm. and it's because I work uh, in an environment where people are high risk. So... You know, it's understandably so that they that they asked us to get them. They also asked us to get the COVID vaccine. And right. there's a there's a hospital in Texas where like 150 plus employees 
either quit or got fired because they refused to get the vaccine. Like, and they and they lost a court ruling because they took it to um, a court, I believe. Yeah, think, yeah, when that happens, I, that's what. Uh, bro, but at the same time, you work yeah, at a hospital, hi, so it's people like people <laughs> in hospitals are literally the highest risk people you can right, find. Exactly. Right. If, if you because work, not only are they high risk for being exposed to sick people. But they're at yeah. high risk of transmitting it to said sick When they people. come home and everything, right. Exactly. So in that situation, exactly. that's where it makes more sense. You have to, you know what I mean? That, that's, uh, if I work, you guys work, if I worked in a hospital, I'd be like, yeah, hey, let's get that thing done. I don't. I work in the public, but not to the level where I can't control. It's in a sanitary situation. I, I control who I see by appointments You and also stuff like control that. your workspace. You can control who yeah. it comes into your workspace. You can sanitize it before All and that. after. And there's, a, and, and there's a lot of su- stuff you have to sanitize anyway. Absolutely. Just because you're a barber. So, 100%. like, regardless, you're already doing half of that stuff anyway. And I will argue 95% of the people that come in are vaccinated because they come in and let you know. And you probably have mostly repeat personnel, or, or, or not personnel, but, Absolutely. like, repeat customers. You have, Absolutely. The people that come in are going to be the same people. It's kind of the same as, like, when you go to work every day. It's like you're around the same people all the time. But and, i tell you one thing, um, you know, uh, I'm never going to go out there and say I may die of COVID, but I'd rather die actually living. That Come on, dog. Well, so... Uh, Cole Beasley is, he basically said like, oh, there's a lower chance of me being in the NFL than uh, dying from COVID. So I've been in the league for 10 years. So blah. So like, first of all, that's not anywhere close to true. That's even if that was true, like that's anecdote. That's not, that's not fact. So like the chance of you dying from COVID is significantly higher than making it into the NFL and being there for 10 years, especially now when almost everybody that is remotely good is in the league for 10 years. So, 10 years was an accomplishment. It still is an accomplishment, but, like, it was a bigger accomplishment before uh, medicine and science have come as far as they have and sports science and and understanding how the body recovers. Like, in the 70s, if you played 10 years, yeah, cool, but you probably weren't walking when you were 60. Yeah, Yeah, like, like their their helmets were made out of, like, Like cardboard. Um, (laughs) Imagine me telling you there was a 40-year-old quarterback that just won the Super Bowl back in, like, 1983. You, you would tell me uh, something's wrong with me uh, because, like, there's no way that dude would die. I would be like, you're on crack. <laughs> Calm down, Stephen A. Smith. Stephen, <laughs> Stephen A. Smith, Stephen Smith a. over here. Stephen A., boy. Anyway, St- Stephen A., he's said some dumb shit. And we there's there's some other sports stuff we got to cover in the next couple weeks. Like, the shit Scottie Pippen keeps regurgitating, but that's fine. Yeah, um, yeah we, we may have to do a special Great Area podcast on sports when, when this basketball season is over. Well, we 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 gonna have to do. Well, it's over as far as I'm concerned, but you know. yeah, I mean, yeah. it's been over since the Sixers lost game fucking six. I mean, well, seven, you know. five, and seven. Uh, anyway, <sighs> so yeah, so Cole Beasley is uh saying that he's not gonna play or whatever. He threatened retirement and all this shit. Like, either the same. You got millions already. The funniest yeah. thing is like Patrick Peterson, a cornerback. Uh, it's been in the league for uh, probably ten years himself. Uh, he's been in the league for a while. Patrick Peterson was like, yeah, I think all the players should get the vaccine because why would you not want to? It's You're stupid if you don't. So I just wonder if Colt Beasley has anything to say to that. So yeah. we'll, we'll see in the coming days. Yeah, we shall see. But um, speaking of people that are pretending something doesn't exist, huh. we have uh, Rep, uh, Rep Andrew Clyde of uh, Georgia, who happens to be, uh, what party does he represent? Republicans. Republicans. It's it's crazy how, like, Georgia is becoming, like, the Florida of racism. Like, uh, Florida was already racist. Yeah, yeah, Florida, boy. Like, it's either. For some odd reason, people think of Miami when they think of Florida, and they don't remember that Florida is the most southern point 
<laughs> it's also oh, yeah. where like all the people that are you know they have money they go buy houses and retire down there. Oh like, man! Yeah. Oh man! I was watching Scarface just for nostalgic sake uh, a couple weeks ago, and if you go back and watch it, there was nobody walking Ocean Drive. I, I, it was nothing but old people on walkers, yo, in the eighties. Yeah, facts. Do the history on the Scarface was the real situation, not the you know movie itself, but the situation that got on there. But the eighties drugs, like I said, eighty seven New York. The 80s, drug field, a lot of money, Wall Street and all that, and Miami was nothing without well, that drug money. Florida Woo. is nothing compared to what Georgia's doing right now because right. Florida's banning a lot of stuff and, and trying to put laws in, in place to suppress the vote, but Georgia has championed that cause and even signed it in front of a picture of a fucking plantation. But, uh, ain't that some shit. yeah, so Andrew Clyde, Republican from Georgia, is walking through the House, and Michael Fanone, am I pronouncing that right? Yeah. All right. He's a D.C. Uh, Capitol Police officer, and he defended the Capitol during the riots on January 6th. And not just defended. He was significantly injured. He, he was beat. beaten. <laughs> yeah, how no, was no, he beaten? Significantly no, like, injured? So he was beaten. <laughs> With what? And, and tased in the back of the head. Yeah, but what was he beaten with? Did anybody see the video of that? It was a Blue Lives Matter flag, bro. He it was the something. officer. He's who wearing was blue. Beat. With the fucking Blue Lives Matter flag in uniform, in his all blue uniform. He's getting beat. With a fucking blue lives matter. That's like wearing red and getting jumped by your bloods. <laughs> no, that's like that's like if a blood beats you with a red bandana. Like that's what like you're wearing <laughs> the the same colors as the blood, but then he just came up with like a, a red bandana wrapped around like a hammer and beat right. you with that. Like he's beating you with the thing that represents the thing he pretends to care right, about. Right, right, right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, right. You feel me? Like yeah, like so so this officer su- sustained significant injuries uh during the Capitol riots. Uh he suffered a traumatic brain injury. Mm-hmm. He suffered a heart attack. Mm-hmm. He, he was almost died. And he tased, tased in the back in the of the back head. head. Mm. So for, for people that wonder, why, why is being tased in the back of the head important? Because that's that's where all your nerves go down your spine. What's that, the medulla umbligata? umbligata? This man learning right? his fucking body yeah. parts from yeah, anatomy. Listen, man, listen yeah. I'm a barber, baby. If you got anatomy, it's a section of head. Yeah, I, 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 I thought that nine-year-old read that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the nine-year-old doesn't know what a medulla or an oblongata is. Right. <laughs> there you go. That's what you were reached for. So, I was reaching for the moon, Greg. He <laughs> oh, tried, tried to come at my troop. No, no, seriously, so... So, so this this brave officer mm-hmm. who defended pro- the Capitol. They, by the way, the building where this man was working when people were screaming they were going to hang people before they busted in the building. Yeah, that building. So Officer Fernona uh, approached this esteemed congressman. Yep. And what happened? And he introduced himself. He said that he um, protected the Capitol during the riots. And so he, so he, he informed just, the he he informed uh, Andrew Clyde that. He was one of the officers that not only worked for D.C. Capitol Police, but was there on January 6th yes. and was injured during such events. Mm-hmm. During his you know, bravery of, of defending democracy. Gotcha. So he, after he told me, he just extended his hand to you know, shake his hand because he's meeting a public official. And this snake in the grass... I don't think there's any grass around, baby. But <laughs> he, he's he, just a snake. He, he, he literally immediately turns away from him and scurries into an elevator and pretends to talk to somebody. Now, this was witnessed by multiple members of the House. Uh, Democratic Rep. Uh, Eric Swalwell. I hope I'm saying that one correctly. Yeah. He's a Democrat from California. He witnessed it. And um, he, he his quote was that to honor Trump, 
that the Republicans, the House Republicans, will dishonor police. So Kevin McCarthy uh, voted against creating the commission to investigate January 6th and then, like, had a a press conference where he spoke about how they need to investigate it. It's like, it's just like Mitch McConnell fucking talking about how uh, somebody needs to arrest this man or do something after he fucking voted to not impeach Trump. Like, we get it. You don't fucking care. It's very clear that they don't fucking care about police. They don't care about any of that shit because this is used as a tool to delegitimize other movements. It's it's much deeper, though. It's much, it's just, just like it's, it's what we know. Then it's what, you know, got the person behind the, the mask. I mean, not the mask, the, uh, behind the curtain or whatever the case mm-hmm. is. Then it's like somebody else behind yeah, all that. Like facts. the Wizard of Oz or something like that. Because almost everything that we, like I said earlier, almost everything that we discuss, there's something deeper behind it, man. And and I, I would love for people to start looking into what that may mean. I, I, I'll be here it's, for hours trying to well, explain look, how I view it. But we don't need to break it down in any other context yeah. other than this is the important part. The D.C. police officer got beat during the riots on January 6th, okay, that were intended to overthrow the democracy. He was beaten with a Blue Lives Matter flag. And then a Republican who touts things like law and order as their platform Mm -hmm. snubbed him for a handshake after he helped protect, almost gave his life to help protect the building where that man works. And he didn't even shake his hand. Disrespect. It's and it's not like it's because of COVID. Like, the Republicans don't believe in that either. So, yeah. As, 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 as we saw when they had the super spreader event where Trump got COVID. You mean where Herman Cain got murdered by Trump's, uh, uh, what, what was that shit? He had to sign the fucking waiver. Yeah. Say he, what, they, the family wouldn't sue if they died from COVID during a fucking yeah. pandemic while they were at a fucking rally. Yeah. Rest in peace slash Saudi as shit. Yeah, Saudi as shit, dickhead. Yeah, that's nutty, man. It's, it's, hey. But in look, New York, they, they listen. It's America. They exactly it's America because they don't like themselves. <laughs> look, we're, we're going to close. I mean? We're going to close with one thing here, real yeah, quick. Yeah. A very important thing happened. We mentioned Minnesota a couple times. Yeah, and we're we're talking about a you know an officer that was dishonored. Well, there's no you know more dishonored former officer right now than uh, Derek Chauvin, and he was you know sentenced to twenty two and a half years in prison. For murdering George Floyd. Which, yeah, one more time, one more for the camera. 22 and a half years in prison for murdering George Floyd. So on on one of the most widely viewed videos of the past year and a half. I just want to clarify a couple things. He's going to be eligible for parole in 15. How old is he? It is, uh, can I just also say something? It is completely absurd that people in protective custody are eligible for good behavior sentence reductions. Bro, he can't get in trouble. He's by himself. He can't do anything. So he's going to be in PC because he's because he's a police officer. So that's if, if you're in PC, you need to do the whole term, straight out. Straight up and down. First it, of all, it's not like you're in a Gen Pop yo. and you can actually have a chance of being a, a good, you know, inmate. You're not you're not around anybody. You're not allowed to be around anybody. And Facts. this is Minnesota. I'm I'm pretty sure he's going to be hanging out with. Uh, well, they actually already moved him well, to did, a whiter did, prison. Did they? Did that's they, something that happened like a day and a half ago. They didn't convict any other officers that. You know, did the things they did in Minnesota, right? No, not like, yet. Yeah, not yet. Well, but. the the one that killed Philando Castile was acquitted. Uh, Kimberly Potter is going to be charged with killing Dante Wright, so we'll we'll see what happens. They'll probably with that. be hanging out, or whatever. Yeah, they, well, they're not going to be in the same prison unless you know one of them decides to uh, you know be born a different gender. But you know, no, no, no. They, they, I mean, they, they're probably 
this what I'm getting at is this. Are they be on How do we know that they actually unit? listen, man? How do we know they actually gonna go to prison? Like, if if, if it's somebody who's allowing this type of crap to happen, you feel what I'm saying? Well, like, no, it seems far fetched. But listen, Chauvin's going to prison, but he's getting out. He's not. He's man. not doing. He's not. No one's gonna kill him in there. He's not gonna be in Gen Pop like like Dan said. He's not gonna be. He's not gonna be in Gen Pop. So there's nobody that's gonna harm him. He's unless unless and, he decides to you know Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> or hang himself. I right. I don't know if uh. I don't know if he has any information on any elected officials and, you know, sex trafficking or any other stupid shit, but I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, but and he that, will get out. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I failed to mention something. We were talking about the Capitol. I don't want to go backwards too much, but did you see the commercial that was released that was not going to be played on Fox, but it was it was put out there, and there was a whole bunch of people that were at the Capitol speaking on the situation and how they felt and how they felt they were betrayed. And... Of course, Fox News wouldn't run it. They're the ones I'll that betray them. I'll get it for next week. I'll give it to you tonight before I leave. But I want to talk about that next week because it's important to understand that as much as I see so many problems with the internet, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There are a lot of great things that come from the internet. And the fact that someone The internet this, is not the problem. It's the people. It's it's just like, you know, and, and it's a very easy concept for even for fucking Republicans to understand because the same people that be like, well, it's not guns that kill people. It's people. It's It's not the internet. That is harmful. It is the people on the internet that are harmful. And it is the social media algorithms that are harmful. So if you spend a lot of time on Facebook, I guarantee you of one thing. The posts that you see, the sponsored stuff that you see, is going to be exactly the same or very similar to anybody that is your age and on your friends list that's the same gender as you. The reason I say that is because... You are friends with that person. They are friends with you. You probably have some similar beliefs, which means you probably like some similar stuff, especially if you're the same age and the same gender. Mm-hmm. Not the same exact age, but in the general age range. That's how they, they target their demographics, and they do a very good job of it. But the thing that they do a good job at, they do too good of a job at, and they suggest a lot of like message boards. So if you post some anti-vax shit, it's going to suggest a bunch of anti-vax communities for you on mm-hmm. Facebook. And if you join them, that is dangerous as fuck. And that's the problem with the internet. It's not that the internet, because like you said, it's a great, it's a wealth of information. Mm-hmm. There's so much stuff you can learn if you just search for it. I mean, even understanding what's going on in uh, in all of these cases with, you know, police officers shooting, a lot of it is because not only body cams, but the information is passed around by people saying, yo, did you hear about this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I don't... I took a hiatus from Instagram, so a lot of information I was getting from, from y'all. But when I got back on Instagram, there's a lot of little stories here and there that I picked up on, like the, the flooded, you know, back towns. You know, it was talking about yeah, that's where we, we saw this, this little girl speech talking about speech, how you know Biden got so-called inaugurated. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I don't want to forget to get that information. Nah, facts. We'll, and, yeah, we'll and, talk and, about and, that. Yeah, important. we'll talk about and, that next. And week. I'll I'll bring it, you know, nice and full circle. But uh, all the algorithms and the information and misinformation that is so widely accessible. Um, that is why you have a nine-year-old little girl being too. fed a speech <laughs> from what sounds like a QAnon website. Yeah. And with that being said, for the Gray Area Podcast, this has been Mike Marks. This is Omar. I might slap a little nine-year-old. <laughs> they stop. It's Omar. Whoa, 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 nine-year-old whoa, talking whoa, like that. Whoa, whoa. Calm, I'm, calm I'm down, calm down I'm Adrian joking. Peterson. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> And and this is Af- <laughs> and this is Afro. No more promises, Dan. Peace. <laughs> Not after last time, anyway. Knitters. <laughs>